Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. Do, da, dippity. You can get with this or you can get with that. Welcome in on a Sunday morning, ESPN 1000. So glad you're with us. It's Mark Zander, Brian Hanley, and the phone lines are open. We we are here until 1230-312-332-3776. And Mark, I think the Bears just made another trade. Did they? Hold on. Are they are they still capable of <laughs> doing that? They're thing? still on the clock. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you know what? We we talked yesterday. More bodies, you more said better. It. I mean, more yeah, bodies, from your more lips better. to Ryan Pohl's ears. Uh, <laughs> well, look, the, the other Ryan P. didn't leave anything. New leave uh, left a lot to be desired. Not a he lot left of bodies. Five picks. Five. Yeah. And, and, count them. Right. And now we have eleven. Yeah. We made eleven. So Turn more bodies, more 11. better. We'll see. Turn it up to eleven. Yep. Yep. He, he went spinal tap on you. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, why not twelve? I guess they ran out of time. Well, yeah. At some point, I guess <laughs> yeah, the, I, I, the see, end is there. There, there at least seemed to be a strategy here. It wasn't Ryan Pace on the phone with John Lynch saying, "I got to move up one spot." You know. Fleece me. What else do you need? I'll, right. I'll throw in the, the mascot and uh, uh, Mitch Trubisky's old beat-up uh, Toyota, whatever he had, a Camry, a Honda Civic. We could have thrown in Ted Phillips. Yeah, no, 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 no. The, the McCaskies can't live without uh, Ted Apparently Phillips. so. Ted, uh, no, no. He's. I believe I saw him out there with a safety vest and a helmet out at Arlington Heights, yeah. um, st- putting stakes in the ground and ch- you know f- checking the property line. And, and maybe taking care of the horses, because maybe whatever horses are still in and the property. And the horse they rode in on. Yeah. 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 Uh, no. Shoveling no, Ted, the stalls. Ted is going to, uh, they might just uh, embalm him behind his desk up at Hal's Hall when that, that day, hopefully doesn't come for a long time, because, you know, we don't want to wish ill on him. But no, he's not leaving Hal's Hall anytime no. soon, unless he gets a big palatial office. Out at the new complex. Which you probably will. But, uh, yeah, 11, 11 picks. That was uh, pretty wild to see. My phone just blowing up yesterday. Your like phone every, and Ryan Paul's everybody, phone. Everybody, yes. He was quite, quite busy. But that's what we want out of a GM, well, right? Well, at least there was, again, it wasn't just Ryan Pace picking up the phone and left to his own devices because no one else apparently knew what he was doing because everyone wants Mitch Trubisky and I'm the only one who's going to get him and I can't even tell my staff what well, I'm doing. Not only, not only that, I'm the only one that really wants him. And I know better than everybody. Right, so right. no matter if Smartest he, man in the room. If I, and he, he always said, if you want a guy, you better go get that guy. Okay, but you also live with the repercussions. And I've always said... I don't believe there were 10 other GMs that wanted Mitch Trubisky, but there were probably two or three. But he wanted them bad. And, and he paid the price. Right. And and if you, and I'll add to this. If you want a guy, you better make sure that he's the right guy. That's he forgot it. that part. So this, apparently, there's some method to the madness. Not that it was madness, but there was at least some thought process, some algorithms, some statistical the data that they looked at. Moving back, you know, Jerry Angelo used to always move back in the draft, especially in the first round. Mm-hmm. And I'd sit up at House Hall on draft day, enjoying the very large uh, fried shrimp and the slabs of ribs. They did feed well. They up did, there. yeah, did back in the day. I, you know, right now, you bring sack lunch, probably. But yeah, um, I, I always thought he was just adverse to putting his neck out there. You know, to take mm-hmm. a Kevin White like you know, Ryan Pace did. Right. You know, he, if he had a, a number nine pick, he wanted to make that a, ni- a nineteen and a you know twenty three and a seventeen one. Because then, if if it doesn't work out, Michael Haynes, um, then 
then it's not nearly as damaging to the old career well, and reputation. Right, right. It's just not one that you can be uh, pinned with a failure on. Right. But this plan yesterday, you know, apparently they thought it through, and, and, and Ryan Poles talked about how he asked every scout in his room to go up on the whiteboard and put down three names, three names of guys that they would li- love to have. And so not just, there weren't just three names, it's three times how many scouts, right? Mm-hmm. So he starts the day going in with three picks for yesterday, and he turns it into eight selections. Four of the 15 trades that were made yesterday involved the Chicago Bears on either side. Right. That's pretty good. Pretty now, good do percentage. we know how many names on that whiteboard they were actually able to get with those? They said picks? the majority of them. Or a see, good portion of okay. it. He's not going to tell you exactly. Right, right, right. But you can see he had a plan going in. And more impressive than that is the fact that he relied on his staff for their yeah, input. See, that, that's what now, Ryan Pace, we have no evidence of that. It may have happened, but nah. we certainly don't have evidence. And you would know better because you were closer to it. But, yeah, the, the idea that you hire people and you actually rely on their input, how yeah. novel. Yeah, so so once the, the, the trader polls uh, got done, they closed the store and, and, and opened up some two-buck chuck and, and drank all around. because Now, look, it, you're, you're talking about six-round selections, seven-round selections. I mean, it's you, if you're going to find a diamond in the rough, it's a lot of rough to go through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the, the theory would be we're more likely to find a player or two that is at least useful, if not a hidden gem, if we turn that three into eight, but this is what it sounded like once they, the deals were done and the uh, the Bears were up at the podium multiple times yesterday. It's a, it's a feel, and I mentioned this I think yesterday. It really was based off of the volume of players in certain ranges, um, and then when you felt like the number was getting low, it was time to kind of cut it out and, and start picking players. And there was moments where, you know, we said, no, we're going to start picking players. And then there's opportunities where, you know, let's move again and, and get more because that's what the board was telling us to do. So at some point, their their system said enough's enough. There's no value in moving anymore. You can sit back and, and actually start picking players. And that's what they did. And they ended up with a good mix. Again, not you would think not great players, but they ended up some offensive line help. They ended up with some defensive help on the line. They ended up uh, a little help with Justin Fields with uh, some skilled players. And um, it sounded like this as the Bears were on the clock and it was fast and furious. Here come the names. I'm an I'm a offensive line guy. Like, obviously, I would, I would fire away at, at all of them if I could. But it's it really comes down to the preparation. It comes down to the board and, and where guys are valued. And, and this year, where we sat, to me, there were two good starting level defensive players and I would have made a huge mistake for this organization to say you know what let's just leave them there let someone else take them and then we're going to go to offense where they're not on the same level you're kicking yourself a year or two later when that guy's at a you know an all pro but yeah I just did what I needed at the time so again it comes back to discipline and doing things right when I felt like that's going to be a decision that we're all happy with. So the decision was get as many as you can yesterday on day three and call it a day and call it a draft. As many of the names on that whiteboard that were suggested by the scouts are important. Now, look, scouts don't always hit home runs, but that's what their job is, to find these people. 
and to see if there are assets in the lower part of the draft. And that's obviously where we had a lot of picks or potential picks. As you've seen, we've turned it into eight picks, 11 overall. So getting those bodies in there, as we said yesterday, I think that that was their plan. They just uh, now they have to develop them. And look, we don't know if, you know, this guy has hips like, you know, we heard yesterday the breakdown. I, I love draft talk and I love reading draft guides, you know, and talk about swivel and everything. And, you know, there's so much to it. Yeah, the, the, the buzzwords. But they end up with offensive line help in Braxton Jones from Southern Utah. Now, I didn't catch a lot of Southern Utah football. Uh, but you would hope that the scouting staff did if they had to have that. That's guy. exactly right. And there and there are there are things about him that I'm I'm reading up, and it's like wow. He's got this hips. May, what do you this, got? Yeah. You got a little. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, give us talk, some draft speed. We we talked to uh, Courtney yesterday. Yeah. And uh, you know what? This uh, Braxton Joe. Okay. There's a lot here to go through. Yeah. Which we, is we, nice. Yeah. Zach Thomas, San Diego State, also offensive line help. Uh, ILL, INI. You got Doug Kramer. So you, yeah. So you're starting to put some pieces around. But look, I mean, the Bears had the fourth. Only four teams had fewer players signed going into this draft under contract than the Bears. So they needed numbers. They needed bodies. And they could afford to take on those extra picks and plug holes and, and just, you know, see what they have here. Um, you know, again, when you get to Baylor running back, uh, Treston Ebner, um, Hopefully he's going to help out Justin Fields. So, you know, he can hand off to guy. I don't know how much time you're actually going to see him on the field this year. But they got a little offense, a little defense, got an edge rusher. They um, spread it around. Why? Because they needed to spread it around. There's a lot of needs. They even got a punter. Which, which was weird. Yeah. I mean, their last pick was an NC State punter, right? So I, That, I, that might have been best, uh, best available. Yeah, I mean, I thought, person like, I thought okay. you can find those guys pretty much, you know, as free agents and stuff, but you know when it's the last pick in the draft, it, not Mister Irrelevant, but you know, right? Well, I trade bait eventually if he turns out to be something. <laughs> I don't know. The NC State butter. Let's welcome. Yeah. Oh boy, what can we get? Wide receiver <laughs> for him. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is the telephone number. So the Bears uh, again. At least uh, we don't know how what letter grade three years from now will be given this draft with Ryan Poles as initial draft draft as the Bears GM. But the fact of the matter is, I, at least on the surface, it seems like there's a thought process. Yes. There, it, there's, there's a plan. Activity, too. That's, yeah. that's impressive, too. They, it takes a lot of work to pull all of that off. Yeah, what's the old adage? Don't confuse activity with... Um, yeah. I know what you get, yeah, with... Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not sure how to finish that off, but I get yeah, what you're so saying. You don't ever bring it on the radio if you don't know how to finish <laughs> right, the right, thought. Right. Um, but, but at least, just looking at it, well, that's all we have right now is to see that they were active, right. and we hope that it works out. But again, there's a lot of work behind that, and and uh, you know, polls was uh, his phone's blowing up, he's making all these deals. They have landlines up there. Did you see that? So they have yeah. people are texting, teams are texting. They're, they're. I don't know about you, Brian, but I gave up my landline probably ten years ago. I I gave it up um, five, six years. Only only. When my landline rang, it was one of two things. It was my mom calling 
or it was a, a cold call or someone trying to sell me something. And that's why I got rid of my, not to avoid my mom. She had my cell phone. Right. But everything else, yeah. the sales calls. Yeah. It's just like, but, you know, I guess, you know, if the NFL super secret, well, we better go on the landline so that the cell can't right, be listened right, to. Right. We, Maybe there's special phone lines. Uh, burner know. phones. Yeah. Yeah. When you get to the punter, <laughs> you're, you're using a burner phone. You're, you're you don't want it. any trace of evidence on that. You know, <laughs> who got the NC State? But, you know, NC State punter versus uh, NC quarterback and Trubisky, you know, discuss. But, uh, I, again, it just seems like there was a system and a thought process and a plan and data that they were following and percentages. They were playing the percentages. Now, I would hope it's... And not one person making the uh, decisions? Yeah, I mean, I hope at some level that was going on with Ryan Pace, but there really doesn't seem to it be a lot of evidence. It doesn't matter. we'll just say there wasn't. Right. So I, I just... That's it, easy enough. Yeah, it just... Um, but there you have it. He still he still has heavy lifting to do. He still has a lot more work to do, and we all know it. And um, it's going to take some time. I, I you know between the Blackhawks saying that they're in a rebuild and the Bears obviously in a rebuild, and the Cubs don't. Jed Hoyer said don't call it a rebuild, but the way things are going there, they've lost what nine of their last eleven or whatever. Yeah, not good. Well, um, they're right, definitely right, in a let's, rebuild. Let's, let's go to the South Side where they uh, they won yesterday, but they lost eight straight. So you don't have to be in a rebuild to lose eight, well, eight in a row. And and I know because you know you have a level of concern yesterday. Good good result, right? Yeah, yeah, and especially Velasquez. Yeah, you know pitching. Uh, you know, look, that has been a huge soft spot, and for him to go up there in uh, not great weather. The adverse weather and shut them down yeah. was very, very impressive. Now, don't count on that every game, but that was nice to see. Well, and we have a Twitter poll question, a, a few questions out there, and in, one concerning the Sox. What is your level of concern currently as uh, with your Chicago White Sox, if you're a Sox fan? Very concerned, a little bit somewhat concerned, not at all. And if you're a Cubs fan, we have a Twitter poll question. You can find it ESPN 1000, ESPN Chicago as well. Um, if you're a Cubs fan... How closely are you paying attention to your beloved team? Same as usual. You're watching the games. You're going to Wrigley. Mm-hmm. You're getting you know the same. Like nothing's consuming. happened. Nothing's right. different. So same as usual, a little bit less or not at all. And I'm somewhere between a little bit less and then when they have, uh, you know, they get outscored 20 to 2 in the last two games, yeah. today's going to be not at all. But Jesse Rogers will be checking in with us. He'll join us from Milwaukee. He's up there. Uh, covering the Chicago Cubs and Milwaukee Brewers. Hopefully the Brewers don't put up double digits again today against the Chicago Cubs. But we have lots of time to talk baseball and Bears. 312-332-3776. Go get to the phone lines when we come back on ESPN 1000. It's here and it's spectacular. The all-new ESPN Chicago app. This is ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. With the 168th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the 1985 Super Bowl winning Chicago Bears select Braxton Jones, Jones tackle Southern Utah Bear Down. With the 174th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Chicago Bears proudly select Dominic Robinson, defensive end from Miami of Ohio. Welcome to Chicago, Dominic. With the 207th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Chicago Bears select Doug Kramer, center, Illinois. With the 186th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, 
With the 203rd pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Chicago Bears select Treston Edna, running back, Baylor. If that guy heard in there, Illinois, there's Illinois. no there's no hard ass at the end of <laughs> Illinois. No, you save that for the jewels. And 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 also, the first one, uh, she the was Braxton from, pick. She was from Blue Island. That that woman sounded like she's on the the Queen's Court. Really? No. I'm making oh, that up. I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to say that, that's, that's a Blue Island accent. With the first pick of the Braxton Jones. <laughs> well, maybe an import. But uh, for her to mention the 85 champion, come on, stop it. <laughs> well, you know. Seriously? Are we still doing that? Yeah, I was tired of that 20 years we're ago. St- we're still doing I that. I know we are, yeah. but I'm over it. Yeah, no, no. I don't even want to. That, that's at 80, this point, it's a joke. No, you know. 85 Bears. I know. I look, uh, I, I love them. I love them. White Sox. 19. Ninety-eight no, bulls. You know, like, how many? Fifty years from now, yeah. if we don't win anything, the world champion from nineteen eighty-five. Remember when cars were still driving Mike on the Singl- road and yeah. not flying? Mike Singletary will still be trying to get a job as a Bears coach in fifty years. Uh, <laughs> you know. Let's uh, let's go to the phone lines and three one two three three two three seven seven six. A lot of people want to weigh in on the Bears draft. Matt is in Streamwood. He's on ESPN one thousand. Hey, Matt. Good morning, Matt. Hello, Matt. You're hey, on the air. Hey, Matt. Hey, hey, guys. Thanks for taking my phone call. Xander and, and Anley, I just want to say that Gordon pick for the cornerback and the safety that we got, Brisker, they're they're like putting like basically Jalen, I mean, uh, Kendall Vildor and Eddie Jackson on notice, correct? That they yes. better start performing or their job's in jeopardy because we have got to get production from those two, especially Kendall Vildor was brutal last year. I think he, mm-hmm. like, uh, I think he was in the bottom five of off corners and he was just I, I, I can remember at least five games, especially that Baltimore game, that Kendall Vildor blew that game. And it, like I said, I, I know people want the wide receiver with a second round pick. Brett does Justin Fields no good if he's winning the game thirty and we lose thirty three to thirty because Kendall Vildor and Eddie Jackson don't want to tackle or have blown coverages and we lose a game because you know we have no good corners and safeties. All I want is Eddie Jackson to use his arms more. And not, not, and not to put him at his side. And not to go to the ATM to use him to get his money out. <laughs> yeah. Now, the, the Brisker pick definitely is Eddie Jackson. We don't know, but we kind of know that he's not going to live up to things. You know, look, the, and we appreciate the call. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Um, the, the, the first pick, they, first of all, Jalen Johnson is, is you need help. You need more than one, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so as good as Jalen Johnson is, and hopefully he's going to even get better as you move on here. They like this kid, Gord. So that's and why wouldn't you? I mean, he's coming from Washington. Uh, yesterday, I mentioned that Brad Biggs talked to a national scout, a scout from another team, mm-hmm. and said no that skin he, in the game. He said that his his teammate went higher to Kansas City, and he thinks the Gordon's a better player. So that's what you hope pans out and, and proves to be true. I mean, six feet, two hundred pounds, didn't run a very good forty at the combine, but. A competitive player, there are a lot of intangibles there, um, some decent size, so you, you kind of like that, and you hope that that works out. But th- you know, those first couple picks, even though they're they're sitting there in the second round, they, they'd like those players. They're not doing it just as insurance policies, right? Right. I mean, right. the Eddie Jackson thing is part of it, but they didn't just select a body. They went and got the guy they now, really Now, in all it. fairness to Eddie, if there's any fairness to give Eddie, yeah. it, you know what, we had uh, uh, Robert Quinn. Had a terrible year. Yes, And terrible. then the next, uh, last year, 
like a totally different player. Whatever the reason, injuries. We had he had injuries, and, yeah. and you said you know he, I guess he was having some uh, maybe he wasn't in a good headspace. But the point is, you know maybe now new coaching staff, everything. Eddie Jackson can find his game again. Yeah, we'll give well, him that hope, chance. Here's yeah. hoping this that right. whole Robert Quinn thing. You know, he kept talking about it all through last year. He's in a better spot, and he right. didn't really say what he was dealing with. Whatever. When you're making that kind of money, you got to be in that. And you right put your name on. You time, sign sure. that contract, right. okay? Again, people get up every day and go to to ter- you know physically tough jobs, mentally draining jobs, and uh, you know. And and there's always noise outside the job in your head. And, and right, in and, life. and you have life problems, yep. and I get they do too. But when you're on that stage and making banking that kind of money. You can't fall off the cliff like that. You might not have right. as good a season or, or you know a Pro Bowl season, whatever. You can't be missing in action right. from day one. But for me, because he did show up last year, that helps because he was now. If you know he's going to play for us this year, yeah. and if he's that same guy, that's even easier to put distance between then and now. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is number. This seems like it could be Bear Fan Bob yeah. because it's Twin Lakes, Bear, Wisconsin. Yeah, that's Bear Fan Bob. Behind the chair. You, know, you, hey, you guys are psychic. Never mind. <laughs> Good Wait, psychic or psycho? Yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah mutually, not mutually exclusive. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that another day. So the draft. Truthfully, I loved it. We didn't get cute. We didn't mortgage the future on a bunch of wannabes who never will be. We went out, in my opinion... We went out and got football players, which is something, you know, Bears fans haven't seen in a long time. Bears fans have to remember, we're going from a 3-4 to a 4-3. You're going to need these guys, every last one of them. And the ones uh, like the offensive line uh, guys he got, I think this is great. Because last year, we didn't have an offensive line. As far as I'm concerned, he could have got more. But that's just me. Replace them all. The guy I really was impressed with was this Robinson kid. I got a gut feeling about him. You know, I don't know a lot about college football because due to work, I can't watch it. But I think this guy is going to be a beast. That's just me. And Brian, uh, Mark, you know, Xander, those those are kind of my thoughts. And have a great show. All right, Bob. Always appreciate you checking in with us. Um, Yeah, he mentioned uh, Dominique Robinson, edge rusher, Miami of Ohio, which is the cradle of coaches. I don't know if it's the cradle of edge rushers, but we'll find (laughs) out. Uh, Hey, one is enough. The one that we picked. Yeah. We don't need it to be the cradle. We just need one, and that would be the guy. And, and our buddy Fred Hubner uh, checked in because, you know, Radio 101, I failed that because I said, you know, never confuse activity with and then pregnant pause because old guy forgets the rest of the, the old adage. Right. And uh, he says activity with accomplishment. And said, so I texted back, thanks, Fred. I'm a dope. I understand that. Radio 101, now get back to your retirement. He said, was on a Mickey D's run. Uh, but he's right. checking in. Yeah. God bless Fred. The only Mickey D's that has craft beer. That's where he's going. Wow. No, that, no. I made that up. You made, you're doing it to me now. See? You're welcome. <laughs> Payback. Yeah, you know you, what that is. You can have Nick Magical back, too, if he has any more days like yesterday. Uh, let's check in with Mike on the south side. Uh, he has a British accent, just like that woman from Blue Island. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, how you guys doing? How are you? Good. I'm good. Hey, look. This draft, I look for offensive linemen. Offensive lineman, then yes, offensive lineman. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. One of my buddies said, "We need wide receivers." Okay, what good does what good does you your team if your 
quarterback is 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 tasting turf. Every time he puts that back before he puts his back foot down, he's already got pressure in his face. Yep, it does no good. So I think what they did was they said, "Look, we're not going to get cute with it. We need cornerbacks because we still got Aaron Rodgers in our freaking league. We still got guys that can sling it. We need some corner help, and we need to build that offensive line." I've been saying this for the last five years, and now it's my biggest problem with Ryan Pace. How in God's green earth? You watch these games and you don't see a turnstile, a turnstile with your offensive line. I don't get it, but I'm like what they did with Eddie Jackson. I will say this: when if you look at the tape and you see what happened when Amos left for Green Bay, that hurt Eddie Jackson because it allowed Eddie Jackson to be sort of like free range. Mm-hmm. He he was able to kind of just do what he could do. Sort of like Ed Reed, and he's not like Ed Reed because the difference with Ed Reed is Ed Reed's not a little ball hawk. His IQ was off the charts, so he could pretty much dissect the offense before they got on the field. But the point is you need someone back there to allow Eddie Jackson to roam free. Amos did that, and once Amos left, you saw the difference. Injuries played a factor, but Amos covered up a lot of stuff because he was simple, basic football. He was fundamentally sound and allowed Eddie Jackson to really do what he needed to do. Thanks for your call, Mike. I appreciate well, it. Ed, Ed, look, Eddie's a pro. He's got to adjust to the situation. Yep. He's got to make more tackles. Hey, all of that explained, that has nothing to do with him not being able exactly. to bring somebody down. Wrap him up and bring him down. Wrap him up. Use those arms beyond, you know, as you say, going and getting money out of the ATM. Yeah. yeah. That was funny. Uh, you know, I like free-range chicken eggs. Um, I'm not sure Eddie Jackson without free range Amos. Chicken eggs are, are solid. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know about Eddie Jackson. Free range yeah. without Amos is, is uh, the same thing as um, not just for breakfast anymore. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is the telephone number. Uh, you know, I, I, I want to respond also to that caller talking about um, you know how Ryan Pace and you know was he wanted to be flashy with his picks. He wanted to make these picks that got some attention. Yeah. yeah. O line doesn't get big attention unless you're unless you have a major major prospect and you you're in the top ten or something. They don't make that's not big glitzy glamour stuff. That's foundation stuff, right? Yeah. You don't, you know, when you look at a house, you don't look at the foundation. You look at the siding, the roof, the the windows, the everything. That's foundation stuff, and that's why this was good because they got some foundation right. You're not hitting receivers, and you you shouldn't be worried about it unless you have protection for your young quarterback that has to learn. Right. I mean, and, and Mike grow. said it. You don't want the Justin Fields eating turf or you know having right. a, you know being drilled into right. the turf or and running for his life. We knew this was a need. Yeah. We knew this was a need, and I think anybody really paying attention knows that you have to go O line before you go receiver. Well, and, and to your point, and when you look at, I mean, they, they only had two guys that going in this draft that you could say were inking them into the offensive line, right? Which is a disaster. I mean, that that tells you what Ryan Pace, you know, left you or didn't leave you. Uh, you know, when to your point about him trying to be flashy or you know, I always say he likes to be the smartest guy in the room. Look at me, the Adam Shaheen. You're know, reaching on more than you need to reach. Mm-hmm. You know. Baby Gronk. Well, he wasn't that. You know, he wasn't that here, certainly. Not, not even close. He's been more productive, you know, now that he's moved on. But Kevin White, here coming on West Virginia, right? I mean, he was a project. It, it, was a, it was a simple offense they ran there. It was basically just run down the field and throw it to, to Kevin. I mean, it wasn't structure, and then he couldn't stay on the field. But 
all those when you're when you're you're taking your your top draft capital and going outside the box even a little bit, but sometimes a lot and really reaching and and trying to hit a uh, you know a home run when nobody else felt yeah. like that was the way to go because you want to be a star you want to yeah you want to change it works things out, it's look at me yeah, and look, I'm impressed right, right. And I, you know. but you have to wonder now and it, it doesn't really matter we're spending too much time on Ryan Pace but the point but it's just is, perspective yes, yes right right but think about it now with all of those things going on his scouts might have been shouting at him don't do that. Yeah, very part of being the boss is right, to, to say, don't worry about it. I'm doing it or or to say, I hired these guys for a reason. And, you know, I want them to tell me what yeah. they pat, I want them to pat me on the back. I don't no want you. No, I don't want. Yes, man. I want, you know, if, if the oh, majority, right, right. I'm the, saying under Ryan, right, uh, right. but polls. Right. No, but get, even pace. If he was smart, if those uh, I don't know. I mean, if the dynamic was you couldn't say boot him or, or, or negative, you know, enter a negative thought into right. his head, it busy would have. He he didn't care for that, uh, or if he didn't listen to it. One either one's not a good outcome, right? Either Absolutely. he didn't want to hear it, or he heard it and Why still went the other way. Why have a staff? Exactly right. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Get back to your phone calls. Uh, Going to talk plenty of baseball before we get out of here. I woke up this morning. I don't know if I felt as bad as Joel Embiid or Doc Rivers. Either way, uh, NBA playoffs getting into the uh, second round. Unfortunately, Bulls will not participate no. uh, in that. But we'll talk a little bit. That, you know, a Twitter poll question, too. Zach Levine, what do you do? I mean, he's going to have another knee surgery. So if you're AK in the Bulls front office, you know he, uh, Zach and his agents want max money. Five years, $200 million. Simple question on, on Twitter. At uh, Xander Rocker, 1R, right? Yep. At Brian Hanley, 534. One R in the middle. Yeah. At uh, ESPN 1000 as well. So what do you do? It's a simple yes or no. Zach Levine back, max money. Uh, does it de- depend? You can... Uh, you know, after the break, I'll, I'll weigh in it, but I have got a, I've got a caveat. Okay. But you know, we can't add caveats on a Twitter poll. So yes or no, but I've got one. Okay. All and right. and if, if our listeners have a caveat... Yeah, go uh, ahead. Put I'm going to look there. up caveat during the break right here on ESPN 1000. Okay. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. Another bright and shiny day in the great city of Chicago. <laughs> no? No. 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 I wish. I, I My morning started with Mr. Xander giving me a, uh, a tutorial on Letter Kenny. Is as we sit here in the First Midwest Bank Studio at 190 North State, uh, across from the iconic Chicago Theater Marquee and Chicago Theater, I see Letter Kenny live. And, and, and you had asked about this, and, and this was a show that uh, Hubner and I talked about many, many times. I, I think I brought it up and I got him to watch it. It's really this, I think it's on IFC. I can't remember. I haven't watched it in a while. It kind of lost me after, after maybe a season or two. But it's a quirky show about this little town in Canada where everything is about hockey and girls and drinking. Yeah. And the, hey. Hey, hey. And, and the humor is really, really unique. So when you brought it up, I'm like, why are you bringing up Letterkenny? That's weird. And then you pointed that out, and I could just picture how they're going to set Letterkenny up live on stage around the farm stand for anybody who does watch Letterkenny. That's got to be the way it happens. See, and, and you know, there's so much out there to consume streaming, yeah. and I love hockey, 
And so when you told me that, I'm like, I got. I'm like, hey, how long has this been going on? You're like, oh, years. Yeah. And you said you like you you know you dumped it. it. It's 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 been about a year and a half since I just kind of reached the point where I moved on. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Sometimes that happens, right? Well, it happens I, I just, with you. I, I, be, I, I don't know how many series I've started that I actually enjoy. Uh, you know, and Fred introduced me to Bosch, and I don't know if you introduced I, Fred to Bosch. I, or... No, I I have not watched. Bosch. Okay, and, and there's going to be a spinoff to that. I can't wait. But um, there's just so it's like I start watching these things, and I all of a sudden something new comes along. I start watching that. And I'm like, hey, I got to go. Just back. takes your attention. You don't I have a, go, your I attention span. Well, I mean, I forget. I right. got to go back and pick up the. So, okay, so what's the one thing right now that if you go home and you had to watch TV, not sports, what what are you looking for to watch it? What series are you into? Oh man! Right now, I is just, there a go-to? Uh, no, I don't have a go-to. I have like I have three of them. Okay, right now that I'm rotating now. I just started the last part of the last season of Ozark. See, I, they lost me in about the fourth episode. Oh, it was just too dark. Yeah, well, it well, was just and, too and, dark. And, and, and uh, everyone loves it and says they love it. I can tell you, I started watching it. Uh, the first episode, it was too dark for yeah. me. I backed off, yeah. and then I went back in again, okay. and I got hooked. Queen of the South. There's another one that I've, I, it was on my list, and, and I forgot it's dark, all about but it. But I'm yeah. into that, and uh, I, uh, I I forced myself a better a better call Saul. Couldn't make it past a couple of them. Now I'm in. See, I'm, I, so I'm, now that's my my after Breaking rotation. Bad I, I, because I love the character, yeah. and, and I never started it. It's like on a list of a thousand things I want to start. But that's my point. There's so many, and that just keep coming. And you have to get past what it seems to me is you have to get past the first two episodes of anything, mm-hmm. two or three. You can't just watch one and say, okay, I'm in or out. You have to you have to spend more time to see if it hooks you. Yeah, it's 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 just just not it's enough, an investment. Not of time. enough time in the day, days yeah, right. of the week, and you're consuming sports because you want to, and and it's just like, so yeah, I, it's not. I don't give up on series because I don't like them necessarily. Sometimes I just forget that. Oh, right. I got to go back to that. But I started three others in, in the interim, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a rotation. It's tough to to keep going. That in books. I, I try not to read three books at a time, but yeah, sometimes I, I find myself doing that. And it makes me crazy because I can't concentrate on one. Right. I've started three. Where do, where do I go now? Where do I pick up this one? Yeah. 312-332-3776 if you, uh, if you have streaming suggestions or you're, you're in the same boat that you know I am anyway, that you can't keep up with it all or... So you, that you, is too much. It's just too. It's, it's too, too much. Can you imagine if we woke up tomorrow? It would be two, five, seven, and nine and, again, and, and that's and thirty-two maybe. And thirty-two. You, you had to go. No, to, no, no spectrovision. You had to go to the second dial for right. thirty-two, and it came in. No really on TV. None of that. No. Just two, five, seven, nine, and thirty-two. Yeah. Could you imagine? We would all we'd we'd lose our minds. Well, I finally. Fred and I shared this because I think we were on the first satellite that Directv sent up way back when when they started and within the last year i finally gave up direct tv to get youtube tv i have youtube live as well yeah and it's it's great it is great you yeah. just have to have a really good internet yes. setup. yeah because and, and a good tv i have a tv that just keeps on stopping motorola no. magnavox no no <laughs> yeah it's a click 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 you got foil it's, on it's the surrounded, it's surrounded by wood brian hey. no it's not <laughs> 
Now we're back to spank division. Three one two three three two three seven seven. So it's so it's furniture. It's in a cabinet. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I mean, I had one of those one time. Yeah, yeah everyone yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. grew up with those, right? I, I, yeah, I, I I feel so lost. I put my I built a wood surround for my flat screen, just to make me feel like it's the seventies again. Well, there you go. Well, shag carpeting and <laughs> yeah. a beanbag or orange, too? orange or olive green. Yeah, exactly. Actually, both. Yeah, the the green striped. The whole house was green shag carpeting. So you had a caveat before we went to break about uh, the Chicago Bears. Yeah, yeah uh, no, actually about the Bulls. Oh, about the Bulls. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, Levine. Um, this whole Max contract thing. Um, I think it was Jesse and I that were talking about this. And, and a listener brought up a good point. On the surface, the answer is a capital N-O. Right. But, but if that is the best available option for the money out there, because we have to replace them, you know. Does that mean that you have to? I, you know that that may be the only caveat I have. Well, but my, it, my first caveat is my medical people after the surgery. Now again, second surgery. Yes. yes. In between two surgeries, two procedures done same day. Right. Draining the fluid, cortisone right, shot. Right. And he, you know, everything I've heard this week. He though he, God bless him. Zach Levine didn't complain about it, didn't allow us to know maybe how much difficulty he was having day-to-day. But it was, it was obvious that well, then, he wasn't performing. The defense went out the window. The numbers went yeah. down. But, I, I mean, it's all on one leg. I get that, and I, I commend and applaud him for wanting to be out there and, and toughen it out. Yep. But if I'm, whether I'm spending my five years and $200 million or yours, I need to know this isn't a chronic condition. That to, you know, if this... If every year you're going to have either procedures or surgery, that serves nobody well in the in the end. And right. I hear what you're saying. You know, this that's the old when I was covering the Bulls back in the day, they had sixty million dollars to spend on free agency, and Ben Wallace was available. So because they had the money and they thought they would weaken the Pistons, who were you know mm-hmm. a, a thorn in their side at that t- yep. point. They and they needed a, a, a big body like that. They said, "Okay, well, let's." It was just like we 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 keep we have this money and he's available and let's just do it, right? I mean, like we have to spend it. Like they didn't think too much about it. No, and, and I hate doing things just because. Yes. Okay, and I know, I know this argument. Well, if you treat Zach poorly and don't give him the five years and two hundred million, and, and I need that needs unless I get a complete certified. Good to go medical clearance right. from my, my doctors. I can't give you five years and uh, come in well, assuming, like that. And, and uh, my caveat was assuming that they could not get a clean indication right. of what things are going to look like in the future for them. Then it's like, okay, but but then again, what is our option what, what, if we move away from that? What Zen? the doctors say, we just can't tell you one way or the other. And that could we happen. Cleaned it up, we cleaned it up like last and we time. we hope for the best, but... It yeah. could return. Okay, but you have to make that decision this off season. Right. Whether they, if they just say our medical opinion is we did the best we could with this scope, and we we think it'll be okay, right. but we can't tell if you. It's pretty inconclusive. I think the answer is no. Okay, and then I get the argument: you, if you treat Zach poorly and just don't handle over the two hundred million, no one in the NBA is going to want to come. And and you're free. See, I don't buy that. I, well, I'm. I, I know the argument's out there, but I don't buy that. I I don't want to buy that. This team has been challenged over the decades with free agents, you know. Right. You end up getting Carlos Boozer because LeBron didn't want to come here and D. Wade played you for a couple of weeks and then went down to Miami and brought LeBron with him. 
And so you end up with the miscongeniality, the, the, the consolation prize, Carlos give, Carlos, give me the ball, rebound, boozer. But I just... I'm just hoping AK, uh, you know, that looks better. The the people running the team now, looks yeah. it looks better to possible free agents now moving ahead. Yeah, I just, it, it's going to be difficult. And I'd love to hear what Bulls fans think because the way they finished the regular season uh, was pretty indicative of how that playoff series with the the Bucks was going to end up too. Mm-hmm. No surprises. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. Do you have to have Zach Levine moving forward? And if you don't, do you believe that that's going to hurt your chances to rebuild a foundation? And, and better yet, if you want to jump in, three one two three three two three seven seven six. what is our option if we don't? Right. I mean, sign look, if Levine, if what's a, what's a everyone's better like, option? Well, sign and trade. You'll give him his money, and even if it's sign and trade and go that route, well, that will help alleviate my fears if there's at least a team, if not more, that would be willing to sign and trade and take on that $200 million. I just don't know that he's valued that way around the league. I think he's going to find out that he's a very good right, everybody's player. Everybody's got medical representation, you know, uh, right. you know, uh, checking out players and, and potential and stuff. So it's not like we're going to be able to hide anything if there is something that is an issue. But a first playoff experience in eight NBA seasons, and that's not all on him, but that's his story. That's, that's his resume. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Come back. Take your calls on ESPN one thousand. Now, by your side, through your smart speaker. Just Just tell it to play ESPN 1000. This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Back here on ESPN 1000, you can check us out on the ESPN Chicago app. That's the way to find all the great programs here on ESPN 1000. Check out all the podcasts. If you miss a show, you can go back and look. And twitch.tv ESPN 1000 Chicago brought to you by Mike's Hard Freeze. Yeah. Get to see two guys talking right here in yeah, the studio. Yeah. The first one's good. got a hat on. The other one's uh, Should have a hat on. I'm standing up. <laughs> yeah, for years I did the old hat on the uh, in the studio, and I just I gave up the baseball caps a long time ago. You know, sitting here, like see here, stay. see here. Uh, I've been in way too many radio studios all over the place in my career. Here, the microphones come up from the desk, yeah. so I can wear my hat right. A lot of times, microphones come the, from the top, the and the bill would yeah, hit it and yeah. knock against the mic, so you have to flip it around. Yeah. So I'm, I'm wearing it as uh, intended. I'm wearing my 1959 socks hat. See, and you're worried about the 1985 Bears, and, and yeah, you've well, you got to go to 59 yeah, socks. Well, it, is, it, it's, it still holds up. I like it. it, it, it well, yeah, yeah I, I love the different logos over the years for yeah. the socks, so I, I try to... Try to collect them. Did you get oh. the Southside jersey that came out last year? I did not. No, and I'm I'm not sure. I, you know, I, I should correct myself. My son got me a Moncada T-shirt mm-hmm. of the Southside. So that's it's probably on rehab assignment right now. Your T-shirt? Yeah, yeah. The, it it is. Uh, yeah, it is uh, working out in uh, AAA right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, to the phones we go. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. I do like that. That's uh, the the red uh, the red piping yeah. around the socks. Yeah. Hey, uh, George is in Old Town. Hey, George, right here in the hey, city. Hey, George. Hey, gentlemen, look, I love, I love Zach, but he's a valuable piece. You've got to look at what the Bulls really need. They need front court. You look at the, all the Eastern Conference teams in the finals, they have four or five guys underneath. You look at the Bucks. they have Lopez, they have Giannis, they have uh, Ibaka, they have uh, Portis. 
You look at the Celtics, they're deep. Um, you got to look at your needs. It's like the Bears. You got to look at your foundational pieces. There may be a trade with New Orleans because they're top heavy now with some big guys. They have some good youth there. It may be a better move for Zach, and it could be a better move for the Bulls. I mean, you got to look at the future. Appreciate the yeah. call. Thanks. Uh, thanks. No much. argument there. No argument there. Yeah. And look, they do need size. And, and believe me, at this draft, if if Mark Williams, the center from Duke, seven foot center. From Duke is there? We'll have Mark and Pat. No, I mean that's my guy. I mean I, that's who I want. And, and you know, everyone's got mock draft, and so there'll be six different names uh, attached to the Bulls drafting. Um, but I, I, I want that guy. I want the size, the wingspan, defensive mm-hmm. mindset, all of the above that they don't have right now. Right. And you know, if you can go find a guy like him, if he's off the board, fine. But if you need to, you know, hop up a spot or two. You know, don't and can, do... you, can you get an asset like that for a uh, sign and trade for Zach? Probably not. No, I mean, but that no, just nobody's giving those that, away. That would just be your draft pick, right? Yeah, so right. yeah, I just and then you go ahead. The Zach as an alternative, it's a conundrum, if I may use that word. Wow. I, because look, I have nothing against the guy. I, yeah, I caveat, still conundrum. I I I still don't know. Like our caller just said, I he's a good player. He's a very good player. I believe he would be uh, the third or fourth best player on a team that could contend for a conference championship. I don't know about the NBA title. Well, think of it this way, right? If we don't know, if they, they, they'll work on his knee, and we don't know how the outcome, this, what we saw of Zach this year toward the end, that might be the Zach. Is that $200 million worth? No. 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 And, I, that's, I, I, and that's, and that's and, as simple and as... You know, if you uh, believe otherwise, right. and I think Sylvie's pounding the table. He's the biggest Bulls fan right, here. Right. I make that case to me. I, 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 I look. You know, Paul Sullivan, our buddy, the Tribune has a, a column today. You know, he's got. He's he should get his money, whether it's from the Bulls or somebody else. Okay, in a perfect world, I'm right, not begrudging right, him that. Right? right he's right. been. He's it's been just a, our money and our assets and what we can do with that. And what get, is going to where where we're going to get with right. him? Does he get me closer to an NBA title? That's exactly right. As John Paxson said forever when I was covering the team, and this goes back 10, 12 years now, we judge ourselves by winning championships here. Again, 1998 is the last trophy there in the case. That should should be the way you judge. And that's why I'm saying it's as simple and or complicated as that. Will that $200 or $200 million be well spent on him when we don't know who he's going to be? With this knee issue, see a year a year ago when they made the trade uh, for uh, for Vucevic down at uh, Orlando, you thought Zach Levine. Now you got your two, right? So you yep. need you need minimum three in the NBA to contend for anything. Mm-hmm. So you thought you have at least you were hoping one and two, and then DeRozan came, and and, and we didn't count on him to be Superman. who he turned out, right? But be. now now tell me, I mean, he's the only guy I'm certain about right now because he can score and he can do it in in spectacular fashion. But do you have a core three right now? Even though they refer to him as that, I think Vuce—he's probably moving along. I would think they're going to find a, a different destination. Maybe we have for him. a core one and a half. Yeah, which tells me how far you are away yeah. from contending for anything. Even though you you held rent up at the top of the Eastern Conference for a good six seven weeks, right? Much to the surprise and enjoyment of everybody. Right. And then you came right crashing back down, and I get the injuries from everyone. You know, Lonzo being out, Caruso in and out. I mean, that guy just... Uh, but injuries happen to every team every year. Yeah. 
It's yeah. how you react to them and how you're able to get past them. Yeah. Speaking of that, we'll get to the uh, Joel Embiid injury before we get out of here as well. And, you know, the Brooklyn flameout, you, you talk about a what collection. a fabulous team that just underperformed. Yeah. And an unlikable group. I, at that, least, that was a sweep, yes? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not even the good intention of extending that series, right? You know, Kyrie Irving, how do you have a head case like that, making all that money? You know, flipping people off and and on Twitter pointing fingers at everybody else, and meanwhile he's sitting on the bench and he's not going to get the shot. And you know, he's not. I, you want to talk? At least this Bulls team was likable and enjoyable, right? And and to their every last man on Scottie that team Pippen. said everyone, every last per, uh, player on that team this year said what a tight knit group it was and how you know they went through the ride together, bumps and all. And you really felt that, and you mm-hmm. felt like you were going with them too. That's what I want for my team. I, I don't want a bunch of divas and, you know, I'll play when I want to, but make sure the direct deposit it works every week or two weeks. That, I mean, I, or, I don't want, or a player to say, I don't want to screw up my summer. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that flame out as, as things go. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're going to be that guy, and, and you want, it probably doesn't even bother him. It probably, probably doesn't even bother him. That kind of money insulates you from a lot of stuff. You know, since he won one already, I guess it's, you know, just. Keep the money coming, and I don't, you know, LeBron's not here anymore, and I don't care. And, and it really looks like he doesn't care. He cares about himself, and beyond that, you know, good luck. 312-332-3776 is the telephone number. I always want to give out some random to- <laughs> telephone number at the end, and you'll be calling somebody, and, and they'll be... Well, you know what it'll be. It'll be uh, everybody listening going, no, that's not the number. I know the number. You- Dope. 312-332-3776. Jesse Rogers will be joining us in the next half hour. We'll be talking plenty of baseball. We'll try to get Mark Zander on the uh, the old couch and uh, let him go through socks therapy. Not socks math. No. We'll go socks. You know. I, I that socks math is too complicated. And there are people that cha- yeah, you know, it. Fred hated it. If he's listening now, he hates it. He rolls his eyes. But I'll tell you something. Every time I'm watching a game and Fred tweets... He's tweeting about something that he's watching, which means he's listening to Jason. So there you go, Fred. Yeah, we, we actually Fred's last show we had a coming that Jason. Oh, called I heard in. it. I heard Jason it. just called in unsolicited. Yeah, no, Jason's he great. He wanted guy. a peace offering. He Jason's wanted, a great guy. and I believe Fred said you're going to come on my podcast, and he he said he would do that. I don't, you know, we got. I don't know if they found time yet.